welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today, we're going to be talking about Love 101 episode five, which really got me into the show. Like I know it's been like good, but now I'm like so in mostly because this was, I think the happiest episode so far and I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, but I'm so into the Borju Kemal romance. I love a montage. I'm very excited to talk about it. I'm not having any tea or coffee, but I did have tea today because it's been wild snowy here and uh, I had to go out in the blizzard to walk my dog and it was cold. <laughs> I do not have any coffee or even any drinks with me currently. I had a, I don't know what I had for, I mean, I know what I had for dinner, but I don't know <laughs> what I had that made me so parched uh, right before uh, this taping. I had a glass of water, a tall one, right before we wow. started, but I, I guzzled it. It's Breaking gone. news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Thanks for I mean, to hear about you, might, you might want to like edit some like sound effects around this part. <laughs> this is really important. Oh my god, I'll feature it. <laughs> you might want to just end the episode here. I think we're I think we're good. I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now Sophia is gonna take us through what happened in this fabulous episode. Of course. So our episode starts out with our cliffhanger from last episode, which is Sinan passing out on the floor of the parking lot of the hospital. And these nurses and doctors come and take him in. And it's kind of like not a big deal. So it was, wasn't a cliffhanger, apparently. And basically, he's just at home. Like he, we see his routine. Like his grandpa's like now not catatonic for some reason. Um, and he like feeds him and he does like all the laundry and has piles and piles of clothes to fold, which is very normal because folding laundry is the worst, probably. Um, he also feeds his dog, I think. And so he's just like doing whatever in his house, like he's annoyed at folding laundry, probably annoyed at everything, but it's manifest at folding laundry specifically. <laughs> And of course, there's a knock on the door and it's Ishik. And she's like bringing some soup and stuff. And um, and they have like this nice conversation where a important detail she recognizes and, and call it like says that she really likes a painting in the house, which is of two old people. And she says like, oh, I really love like old people together. They like remind me that like whatever I love like her whole thing and um she like basically Sinan is like being Sinan being like okay don't like don't try to show that you care for me because like nobody cares about me and I'm a piece of shit so like nobody deserves to care about me obviously he doesn't say any of this but like it's kind of implied in the scene and then Ishik is like you know like I'm not bringing you this soup because I expect anything in return like this is just who I am and I and I know that you're like going through a hard time so here's your soup and like that definitely just like flips a switch in Sinan and he's like oh well this person's like not expecting anything from me so basically he like is finally able to like realize or acknowledge that he's in love with Ishik or like express it I don't know if he already had acknowledged it but basically like that whole conversation like flipped a switch or this is my interpretation at least so then uh, he's, she's like, oh my God, I have news. So then 
it shows like she says that Burju got engaged and we see uh we like cut out to see Eda going to Burju's doorstep and like crashing her engagement party and so that's I guess how they find out that she's engaged and then all of the gang decides to go to Sinan's house and like figure out a solution because clearly like their plan isn't gonna work now if she's engaged to some dude Tunjai and she's moving to Trabzon so like what are they gonna do now how are they not gonna get kicked out of the school so basically they decide that they're gonna do like they're gonna play both games they're gonna try to get Tunjai like settled in Istanbul so that he doesn't have to move somewhere else because he okay I don't know I maybe you guys can like clarify this but like it seems to me that he's not employed even in Trabzon I don't know no he works at the like um oh god how do you say this in English I don't know how they translate it in the subtitles but like basically the department within the municipal government where they um manage like property deeds and stuff um so oh is that why Osman asks yeah. his father? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, and that's also, by the way, I mean, we're gonna, you're gonna get to Tunja's extremely sketchy behavior, but like that's that kind of a government office is rife with corruption just as a baseline. So you can imagine what shit he's doing <laughs> in his oh. day job. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I guess I was like looking away or something. All I saw was officer, and I thought he was like in the army no, or something. He, but yeah, that yeah, makes he, more he sense. Were, yeah. I don't know what the like kind of standard American English way of explaining that kind of a function would be if even such an office exists here. But yeah, in Turkey, they have like specific offices and de- departments dedicated to the management of property deeds, and so yeah. that's where a lot of shady yeah. stuff happens with you know people getting paid off to say that certain deeds or in certain people's names etc yeah well i mean that definitely happens here because of the armed conflict and such um but yeah in the subtitles in the second part they call it the land registry office oh okay yeah yeah anyway i in my brain i like to think that tunja is not employed because i really hate him and i I agree i think we should just assume (laughs) <laughs> pretend in our minds that he's completely unemployed impossible to employ unemployable <laughs> his face is sketching and everything i hate him anyway oh, wait wait i have breaking news about tunja actually not really but um the, the actor played a gangster who killed one of the best doctors on the turkish version of the good doctor in the most recent episode so he's just a terrible person oh my god that yeah. bastard so is anyone shocked no one no one's shocked no one no one is shocked. <laughs> um so just to go back so basically they decide that they're gonna try to get Tunjai to stay in Istanbul and also they're gonna try to keep the Kemal stuff going with Burju um so basically what they decide is Osman um is gonna like try to get Tunjai into his business ventures so he gives him Kemal's like expensive jacket seems like a barber jacket is what I would assume it is um which is just like a fancy jacket that the like royalty like British royalty wears like that's the type of jacket that it is like a a jacket for being outdoors that is like very expensive (laughs) wow I didn't realize any of this I think that's an accurate description yeah I mean I don't know if it's actually that but like it seems like it probably is because like they do mention that it's an expensive jacket 
I thought, well, we'll, we'll get to that in the banter section, but I thought that they were pretending that it was expensive so that Douche also mm. would take oh, it. That makes a lot of sense. Anyway, so uh, Osman's like in the charm offensive. Like we already know he's extremely charming, but like also he like takes Tunjai to a Fenerbahce game and he's like showing him his like really cool business that he set up where like he sells the food to the school cafeteria, but he like makes a lot of money doing it because he does it with like women in houses that make the food. So like the costs are much lower and they like do like fake certifications for the food. So the school thinks it's like from a like legit provider, but then it turns out it's not. So he's like making a good amount of money and he's doing really well. And like, he clearly has a mind for this stuff. So then on the other hand, the other plan is for Ishik to convince the teachers that Burju and, and Kemal need to organize the March, the May 19th um, celebration showcase or whatever show. And so like her whole argument is that since Burju's leaving and Kemal's new, like it's like the old and new and like it's symbolic or whatever. And of course, Redress had, has to um, be involved somehow. And Redress was the one who was organizing the event originally. Um, and so she's like, no, I'm going to organize my event. And then, of course, like Ishik charms everyone with her puppy dog eyes and wins. And Redress is once again left to figure out what to do with herself. I feel kind of bad for Redress. Um <laughs> So Burju goes to see Kemal and of course they like left things off kind of weird because like we know that like she like freaked out and was having these weird reactions which we all read way too much into. <laughs> um, but like she goes to talk to him and Kemal's like all like weird and like whatever and then she's like no we're gonna plan the showcase together and, then, and she he's like fine. And so Sinan like I think something changed about him. Like, I think either they changed his makeup or, like, his facial expression changed. But, like, you can see, like, a clear before and after. Or maybe I'm reading, like, my reaction into his face. But I feel like they definitely changed. No, agreed. He looks much healthier. <laughs> I think it's the glow of love. Oh, that's God. What, that's what the shit would say. <laughs> or the glow of not being an alcoholic anymore. Because of love. Of course, of course. Very important to include. Yes, we understand. (laughs) (laughs) So Sinan's dad is doing Sinan's dad thing and he's going to the the apartment or the house to just take more stuff because his poor wife, like so in love with everything in that old house. Like, why doesn't she just move to that house? I know I have no clue. And he's about to take the painting of the old people. And for the first time, Sinan, like, stands up to him is like no you're not taking that painting I like it and you said I think he says like you said I could keep anything I wanted or something like that and the dad's like okay fine and leaves and Sinan of course like as I mentioned previously like something snapped in him so he's like oh my god I need to go to school like even though he was hospitalized the day before or like not hospitalized but whatever um and he's just like he know like he has a purpose he knows what he's doing and so um, all the students are rehearsing the May 19th showcase with like red umbrellas and they're doing heart shapes and this choreography and Ishik is like very into it, like smiling and like, you know, that slow-mo stuff. And of course, Sinan sees her and he's like confirmed in his strong feelings of her. He like basically struggles, but then says like, yeah, like I like you. And 
Ishik just gets really pissed off. He's like, I'm not gonna believe your your lies anymore. Like, I don't want to be tricked by you again. Like, you clearly don't care about anything, and like, you're you don't care about me. Obviously, this is not what they said, but this is me paraphrasing what I perceived that they said. Um. So then, of course, Sinan's like sad, obviously, but like that's life, I guess. But of course, this is not the end of the story. So then Kerem corners Eda, like also in that showcase. And he's like, I don't understand why you don't want to be with me. Like we are meant to be. I'm really into you. Like, and he he has crazy eyes. They're very scary. Um, <laughs> and he's like, like, you know, like I'm really into you and that's not going to change. And she's like, you know, I'm kind of like obsessed with you too, but like, I'm not going to get hurt again. So like, I'm not going to be with you because I don't want to get hurt. Which I feel like this is getting very tropey, very, very tropey. <laughs> and so, like, of course, because men will be men, I guess, or like, of course, these men are very, I don't know, masculine, I guess. So he like goes and tells the other dude that he like just pretended to fight with over a dot to like for that whole Burju thing. That guy was like, well, what's up? So are you with a dot or like, can I like hit on her? And of course, like, Kenem's like, she's all yours, like, whatever. Um, which, of course. And then Burju and Kemal, like, they're really hitting it off in this, like, uh, May 19th showcase thing. They're, like, really happy together. There's, like, a lot of nice scenes of them. They, like, go and eat Chinese food. Which, it's, like, my impression is just that like Kemal is like this worldly guy that has traveled because he used to be on a professional basketball team and like Burju is like I guess from us from Trabzon which is not like a big city or like not Istanbul at least like it's just a smaller like provincial city in some ways so like he's like showing her the ways of the world we can talk about this in the banter I'm sorry I'm getting really bantery in my recap I'll try not to so Burju is like we we get a montage also of Burju getting really annoyed at Tunjai because he like basically has very heteronormative expectations of what her role is like she has to cook for him and she like like he's not even thankful he's like oh well that was delicious you're such an amazing cook but like if you just had fruit then I wouldn't need a dessert it's like god Tunjai like I hate you so much um and so like then the whole the whole gang has this conversation about like money and like how money can get you everything. But then of course, Sinan and Kedem who are lovesick are like, well, money can't get you love. And like this whole conversation um, because Osman's like, you know, money's everything. And like, as we know, he's very driven by money. Um, so then the whole, the next day, our friend Tunjai decides he's really smart and he rats out Osman to the director, to Nechdet and of course, Nijdit, like, instead of giving the contract to Tunjai, just, like, says, like, okay, this is going to, I think, oh, yeah, each school is going to run their own cafeteria and, like, whatever, you guys are out. So, Osman is, like, really depressed because, like, he also employed a lot of women that had no other form of employment and, like, he was, like, helping out and, like, now he's responsible for, like, a lot of people losing their jobs and their income, like, even the guy who sells the stuff at the canteen and stuff so he's very um like dejected and like walking around the city with a sad face and then like a black mercedes pulls up and picks him up and it's his dad 
it seems. Although he calls him Osman Bey, so that's confusing to me. But, like, the dad's like, oh, how was your day, whatever. They're, like, talking about his mother. Uh, like, she was working all day in the house, cooking and, like, cleaning. And, like, now they need to go get groceries for her. Um, and he's like, oh, do you know anyone in the land registry office? And that's where we tie back to our friend Tunjai um, and his employment or lack of very soon, I think. And so then Burju and Kemal are getting closer and closer, like they're in the theater and he's like, why don't you come over to my house? And like, we'll, I'll cook you dinner and like, we'll see what happens. And she's like, well, I have some big news for you. And it's that I haven't told you something and it's that I'm engaged. So of course, Kemal does not take that well. He's like, what, like, why were you like leading me on? Like, what, what the hell was this? And Burju's like, of course, like, no, like, this was all real. Like, I really care about you, but like, I'm engaged and I'm moving to Trabzon in one month where I already have another job, which very sad. And so then she tells uh, the rest of the, school, the teachers that she's engaged. She like brings them like cookies or something to celebrate. And that's the end of the episode. Yes. So we have a lot to talk about. straight on into our banter slash gossip slash spilling the non-existent tea section. I'm so excited about the romances. <laughs> oh my god. I'm I'm kind of, I'm excited but I'm sad because I feel like not all of them are gonna end well and like I'm just preemptively sad. Damn. Damn. <laughs> so we can't even be happy when we're supposed to be happy. Oh my god, come on. <laughs> Let us be happy for an episode. Well we were happy, but then now Burju and Kemal are like not on the best terms again, which is really sad. Because Tunjai is the worst. Why is she? Oh, he's like him? a caricature. Like he's so cartoonishly awful. <laughs> I, we messaged about this earlier, but literally, like if he shot someone, I don't think I would hate him more than I hate him right now. <laughs> yeah, he's so horrible. Oh my god, the like fruit scene. I was that was oh. Oh, oh my no. god, she has to fucking chop his fruit up and hand it to him one piece at a time she should yeah, have well, stabbed him with that anatomically knife at the television oh it's awful i like the montage of their contrasting date nights you oh, know with kemal <laughs> i'm in love with kemal now i don't know just take me away i love it <laughs> well also like kemal like just transformed transformed himself like remember that first episode when yeah. he wouldn't even say yeah. hi to the students but he like takes some time to open up, which I find endearing now that he's opened up. <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah, I like really am invested and I'm very invested in yeah. Sinan and Ishik. Like Eda and Kidem are like just yeah. crazy. <laughs> so I like yeah, have no agreed. I don't know that I'm into Ishik and Sinan though, because I just feel like Why? it's very Sinan. transactional. Like she brought him soup and then he's like, Why? oh yeah, now I love you because you did something for me. I don't know. No, but he di- he didn't. He was suspicious of it. And then when she said like normal yeah. people who care for each other do these things, you know, because we want to do this for yeah. people we like or, you know, people we care about. 
then he was like oh wait this is how like normal humans which my parents are not behave wow <laughs> like he tried to give back that scarf because like she he thought she was mad at her and like that's the punishment for like having angered someone she was like what the fuck I'm gonna leave yeah You're so weird. like you don't know anything <laughs> also how much time do they have before school? When does school start? School starts at two in the afternoon. <laughs> like literally, is it 5 a.m. that she's knocking on this guy's door? <laughs> like this is wild. And he just like saunters on the ferry like midday. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah. He no, but he does arrive to school late because he's not arriving yeah. when all the other kids are arriving. And he arrives like in the middle of the rehearsal. So he's definitely not there at the right time. He just like is like, fuck it. I know I'm sick, but like I need to see Ishik and tell her that she's the love of my <laughs> life. She like probably is like, you're punking me. Did not go well. <laughs> yeah, that's so sad. That just shows how they've screwed her over. Like how they've changed her Made and her like more cynical. her way of seeing the world. Which is I hope that his reaction yeah. to that is like, I'm going to work it to earn your love not i'm gonna go back to being a drunken he took the bracelet from osman so i think that's gonna be his next gesture yes and do you guys remember that bracelet is the reason that we knew it was a woman breaking into the house in the first episode oh good easter egg catch yep so she definitely gets the bracelet at some point and it means something to her i just realized when when she, t- she took the hood off, I never realized she had a bracelet on. Yeah, they showed a like very weird charm bracelet thing that she, the intruder was wearing. <laughs> the hooded intruder. Um, I have a question that came up during their planning session. Are they seniors? Because they said something like, we only need one more month. No, no, they okay. have a whole year left. But, like, they need one more month because they're, like, ending school in a month. Like, mm-hmm. their junior year is ending in a month. And okay. Burju is okay. leaving after, like, in one month, Burju is going to Trabzon to live a horrible life. Horrible life. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm surprised he hasn't said, like, oh, yeah, and you'll stop working once we have our first Oh, he's going to say shit. that soon. Like, do they have to make him so bad on every level? Like, I just feel like yes. less, uh, you know, realistic. I love it. I don't want to feel bad for him when she breaks up with yeah. him. I just don't, I don't like it when I there's this, like... this, like, every single aspect of them are, is just so bad. Like, maybe there's people like that out there, but there's, like, got to be some, something. <laughs> like, it's so awful. <laughs> Yeah, well, why would yeah. she have fallen yeah, for exactly. him in the first place? Unless mm-hmm. it was like some kind of, you know, the family, friends, and, you know, the parents had decided when they were mm-hmm. even kids, like that it would be like kind of a, like a pseudo arranged marriage almost, like not like completely arranged, but like strongly suggested. Yeah. Advice. Because mm-hmm. it feels like he <laughs> doesn't want to inconvenience anyone by breaking it off with him. Like she's not worried about. Right. Um, like she she knows exactly how she feels about him, but there's like some kind of pressure on her to stay engaged. Yeah. Although it does that would make sense. It does feel like they're very comfortable with each other, you know. And, she, and she's like, suddenly, or at less least he's very comfortable with her of, um, because of uh, what's his face, 
because of meeting Kemet, you think she's like less comfortable now? Or she was always kind of like, oh, you're horrible, but like. It's hard no, to I tell. I feel like she definitely liked him at some point. Like, because, well, I don't know how long they've been together, but they've been in a long term relationship for some time at least. Like, since she's been teaching mm-hmm. at that school. I mean, the fact that they're living together post being engaged, like he's staying with her, I feel like is significant because like on Karapada Ash, best show of all time, haven't plugged it in the Love 101 (laughs) season yet. Um, They, it's like scandalous that they spend the night together, even though they're engaged. Mm. So I feel like they're, they've known each other for a long time. It feels like, and they were, I mean, I think she just didn't know that there was better options out there. And also, it seems like he's kind of been hiding his misogynistic piggishness Ugh. until they sealed the deal. That's also like, a very, like, w- like small town girl in the big city realizing that there's a world outside. Like, I feel like that trope is, is starting to get played a little bit. Like, as I mentioned during the recap, like, definitely she's, like, not as worldly as Kemal, who was, like, a, baske- a touring basketball player or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I mean, that's definitely a possibility that, or like what I assumed was just that they met a long time ago and like they had a nice relationship a long time ago. And like now it's like they're just not compatible anymore. She's, I feel like maybe Istanbul has made her a little bit less um, like passive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the like the relationship maybe it was like not a, like, I guess this is me just being overly overthinky <laughs> about the show but like like when you're starting a relationship like if like cooking dinner for the other person like it might be like a nice thing to do but like once you are settled in and like there's a, this other guy that's offering to cook you dinner and like treat you like to stuff like Tunjai just is, like looks way worse because it's like ugh, like he's comfortable he's not trying to win me over right, like right. he already won me over so like whatever that's true Tunjai thinks he's sealed the deal for sure well yeah and he's dumb enough to think that Burju like is not out of his league and he'll be able to keep her (laughs) yeah (laughs) definitely it's weird because he has like all the things to be like a good-looking guy but he's just like like slimy I don't know totally gives off yeah without like Again, like like you said, changing his appearance. He's just like his vibe on camera is gross. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and he and like I said, he's a murderer yeah. on another TV show, so maybe he is terrible. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's Faisal <laughs> in <Maybe>. sheep's clothing. <laughs> wait, wait, that would make him the Sultan of Success, which he is not. <laughs> he's he is, he is not the not. <laughs> there is like no Sultan of. I'm getting ahead of myself, but like. <laughs> Sultan of, Sultan I agree. Of I agree. Might be uh, might be Osman's dad if he like manages to fuck up uh, Tunjai's whole job. <laughs> yeah. So what's the deal with Osman's dad? Like, is he just like a professional driver? So. And then they were like trying to make us like confused yeah. about Osman. I think. Wealth I, I think yeah, that was the first. Like the first impression was to make him seem like Osman's personal driver like well, or his family driver and then because oh. Osman's like sitting in the back and whatnot but I think it was just like that's but I think it was just like a question. bit between them like where um yeah where like yeah. he's like sitting in the back and he calls his dad like what was his dad's name also Osman or I forget I missed his no name yeah but he called him whatever 
No, but he calls his dad. No, but he dad, says something Bay, he? like he calls him his first name, and then Bay as like part of the bit, and then he says like, "Dad, have you talked to mom?" And then like it's clear that oh, it's clear that his mom is um like a la- a lawn laundress. I don't know how to say, like a, someone who washes clothes, <laughs> <laughs> or she's well, like I, a I house was... cleaner. Oh. Yeah. I thought I thought she was like I thought she did laundry just because was... like th- they said that they had to pick up some orders and I assumed it was like more things to wash. Uh, oh, because he it's he says like it says groceries. Oh, groceries. Okay, so just the Spanish in the in the subtitles, but in the in the sorry in the actual dialogue in Spanish just means orders, so it could be like orders literally anything. So oh. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I what maybe i was like not paying attention to the voices and just paying attention to the subtitles but i thought his dad called him osman bay like as if osman was his dad's boss at first yeah and then he's he like did. oh dad yeah because yeah, they so were he, just yeah, like they're they definitely trying to fake us out yeah. the show exactly exactly yeah that's what i thought i thought maybe like the dad and the mom work for like a very wealthy family um like as a driver and the cleaner for that family. And I don't know why they would let him take the Mercedes home though. (laughs) Is my question. Well, it's probably like, I don't know how, I actually don't know how it works, but like in um, New York, the gypsy cabs, which is a terrible name, sorry, (laughs) but that's what they're called, um, are usually like fancy people's drivers who then in their time off, they have the car. So they act as a taxi. Okay. Interesting. So I think the driver is in charge of the car. I don't know if they own it or if they just keep it. Yeah, I was just like thinking about Parasite. Oh. Like about the whole like driver dynamic. The the mass murders at the end. (laughs) (laughs) No, no mass murders. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I mean, who can see that movie by now? Come on. I haven't seen it. Well, there's, a lot, of, there's a lot it's of blood in the second though. half. You're gonna be surprised. You won't be surprised by that, but oh, I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I watched that and I got so much. Like I got so anxious. I, like I thought it was like a comedy was- until, yeah, that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Speaking of comedy, let's talk about Osman trying to make Tunjai a franchisee of his. Ugh. I love his business model. Yeah. Those that guys food looked really were... good. Yeah. The women were so happy making it. They were having the time of their lives. I know. It was like perfect in every sense. And this idiot just comes and throws it all away. He's so horrible. And he's dumb. Like, yeah. it would be one thing if he, like, pulled it off. That would be like, oh, okay, you're pretty slick. I respect that you're a bad person, but you're smart. But instead, he just ruined it for both of them. Like, what a fucking moron. <laughs> He's definitely stupid, for sure. And also the way that, I know they were, like, clearly trying to make us hate him this episode, but the way that he wouldn't tell Bourdieu what he was doing, even though it was at her workplace with her boss, is so unacceptable. Oh, yeah. He crossed so many lines, just, like, taking all those things from a student, like, at the student's expense, knowing that his fiance is um, his teacher. T- and then, yeah what you just said sammy yeah i mean he has no rules (laughs) 
Although I liked when the redhead kid was like, he stole my jacket. And then he like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh. If the next episode is solely uh, Ospan's revenge on Tunjai, I'd be so happy. I can't wait. Yeah. (laughs) Also, we know that Ospan's like smart and he like is very resourceful. So like, yeah, if he fucks this guy over, it's going to be really well thought out. Yeah. I think he'll definitely be able to break them up. And he doesn't just eat hazelnuts when he's happy. It's a celebratory thing. It's a <laughs> planning thing. It's all, like brain food. And it's also a, a revenge plot. Like revenge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It worked really well f- for the revenge stare, yeah. I think. <laughs> First of all. Oh, my God. Also, oh, my God. Um, I f- Finally, they say what Burju's, or maybe I, this is the first time that I actually caught it. But she's the assistant principal. Yeah, so everyone on that little council thing are assistant principals, including Nejdet. He's also an assistant principal. Oh, so I don't even know who the principal is. Oh, Nejdet's Wait, what? not the principal? No, he's like, he's also an what assistant the fuck? principal. Yeah. Well, why does he act like he has more power than the other ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so weird. What is Nejdet doing with his life? He's like at least 20 years older than Borju and he's at the same job. 20 more like 35 sure. like 100 he's old. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i mean like burju could be like 25 and nejdet is like 30 i mean 60 or something like 80 at least he's so old <laughs> <laughs> okay guys okay come on our demographics our are new, not that young in new, terms of our listeners our so new, be nice. our new segment is let's it's make take insulting guesses at nejdet's age <laughs> Oh, I had an idea for... Okay, I did have an idea for a segment that we could do today. Okay. Which was just like, what couple are you rooting for more and why? Oh, I like that. Like, if only one survives, which one kind of thing? Like, only one pair <sighs> can have okay. true love. I'm rooting for Kemal and Borju. Number one in my heart. Number one always. Kemal and Borju for the win. <laughs> Try to make Sinan not die sad and alone in that giant house so rooting for him and Ushik (laughs) I have a soft spot for him is that who Um, you're rooting for Sophia that couple yeah damn you guys are wrong actually I'm rooting for Tunjai and the bush no no I will (laughs) we will be kicked off of this podcast (laughs) oh my god I even wrote in my notes like oh god I hope Sinan stays this new happy self for a while of course he's not going to he started the episode off by being passed out in a parking lot outside a hospital then passed out on a pile of dirty laundry a few minutes later yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god also, it was just like I I can't believe they played "Torn" oh, yeah. the song, yep, but like his song. whole like it is a very good song, but like I don't feel like it fits the moment, like because like it's a it's a dumping song. It's like a song for someone who's been dumped. Uh, oh, did they play that in his happy montage? I I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like what? have that in my time in my mental timeline. Yeah, that's true. I was just like, this is the most 90s thing that has happened. Although that song is probably like 2000s, isn't it? I don't know. I think it's ubiquitous for like 20 years. 97, so it's it's chronologically accurate. Like that song would have existed when this um, goes. Crazy. 
Because I feel like it was on the radio when we were kids or like teens. I don't know. It's a classic. Maybe it's just been popular for a long time. Um, no one said they were voting for Kerem and Eda. Yeah, yeah they're obviously they're not going to last. <laughs> I know, like, I have enough trust in this show by now that I didn't think anything horrible was going to happen in the alley, but it still was like, oh God, he's pinning her in an alley and he's got crazy eyes. As Sophia said, I was extremely worried for her health and safety. Also, like, I'm just very, I don't like Eva in general. I think she's a spoiled little bitch, but also like the whole, I like you too much. I can't be with you thing is so ridiculous. Come on. No, but that's just building up to some backstory where some guy like treated her badly and she probably lost her virginity to him. And now it's affected her psychologically. I think you're like, giving I bet her you more credit than she deserves. I feel like she's gonna turn out to be a virgin and like not experienced at all in like you know, that would be a good twist. Yeah. That's a very yeah. possible twist. I think it's either what I just said or what Esgi said. Those are both working theories at the time for me. Cause like she her argument is like she doesn't want to be out of control, but like that's her entire life is she's a fucking out of control all the time so it doesn't make any sense to me but i think she feels that her acting out is her being in control because she's just like stirring up shit maybe i don't know i don't know how that works well if she's overly controlled at home because we don't really know yet then she's trying to control the narrative everywhere Mm. else (laughs) Mm, that's true no, I'm going studying to be a psychiatrist what can i say that's not true (laughs) i'm terrible at that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also i really want osman to have a love like a love interest of some kind like he's the best character i keep saying <laughs> he's also he's really tall or tunjai is really short he was like at least six inches taller than tunjai really mm-hmm. hmm. i didn't notice that but burju is also really tall or she wears heels she does wear heels she was wearing heels playing when she was playing basketball, <laughs> <laughs> which was amazing. I fucking loved that scene. I'm a sucker for a montage. Same, but um, my my favorite kind of montage I have to say is my is makeover montage. Mon, I don't know how to say. Yeah, that yeah. Makeover montages are good, and also uh, like fitness, like sports movie montages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely going to be... Edda is going to give Ishik a makeover. I hope so. I love a makeover. <laughs> it's a teen show. It has to happen. But I like the way Ishik looks. Like, yeah, she's a little nerdy, but, mm-hmm. like, she looks pretty. But she changed. Like, she changed the way she did her hair. Yeah, she did. That's true. She looks better. She does. How did we feel about Borju stringing Kamala along this entire time and then acting like she didn't know? <laughs> That was not cool. Yeah, yeah but Tunjai sucks. Tunjai sucks for sure. And I'm rooting for Kimal and Borju. But by the time he was taking her on the Chinese date, I was like, you need to tell him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, yeah. they had the montage. I was like, this is too much. She's yeah. really stringing him along. Yeah. I think she just wants to be with him really badly and like doesn't know how to dump Tunja, I like both because like 
either it's a family thing and it would be really bad or just because like like you know when you do something and you're like too far ahead in it to like backtrack Mm -hmm. like when you get into a fight with somebody or something and like you're too deep into the fight to say like i'm Mm -hmm. wrong Mm -hmm. like this is a stupid example but like i feel like she's already engaged like it's too late to be like oh sorry like i don't want to get married to you anymore it's like dumping someone at the altar like of course you still have the choice you always have the choice but like sometimes it feels like you've invested too much and like you've strung along the other person too much Mm. too long to be like yo bye (laughs) like who knows maybe they even have like an apartment or something in trap zone and like a whole bunch of stuff yeah they could they could for sure yeah, or maybe she's scared that Tunjai will get like weirdly aggressive if she dumps him, could, which is yeah. also a real fear. He seems like he's very entitled and spoiled and all, all those yeah. kinds of narcissistic personality traits that translate into probably dangerous behavior too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't I don't think it'll go that direction. I think he's just like so entitled that he would just be confused <laughs> if she was like, like I'm I, leaving you I'm not what <laughs> I don't think he'd get up off the couch to be honest yeah well, oh god also how could he take so much time off work to go to Istanbul and like have that also having that engagement party like having her whole family go from Trabzon yeah. to Istanbul for like one and then not stay that was weird she should have just had the engagement party like at Trabzon when she goes back she clearly was having doubts way before because scheduling the engagement party like that is bizarre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not taking time off work and everything. Should we move on? Yeah, I just had one last comment. Poor um, Red Dress, who was just like, <laughs> there, I loved. I loved it. I loved when Ashok was dunking on her. <laughs> oh, it was great. So now we're going to move on into our history section and we're going to talk about the May 19th celebrations that we saw them rehearsing for uh, in this episode. So May 19th is one of, I forget, are there five or six, really five or six like big national holidays in Turkey and I can't remember the exact number, but May 19th is one of them. The other ones are like Republic Day, which is the 29th of October, 23rd of um 23rd of I'm trying to like translate from Turkish my brain is all fried 23rd <laughs> of um April Children's April. Day uh and then 9th of November for the day Atatürk like Atatürk Remembrance Day I'm trying to think if there's other ones and then this one 19th of May I might be forgetting another one but anyway a third a handful of very important holidays, national holidays, non-religious, um, tied to the founding of the Republic. And this is one of them. So the 19th of May um, in 1919 was when Atatürk, well, at that point, Mustafa Kemal uh, landed in Samsun. And it was kind of the start of the Turkish War of Independence or like, you know, in, in, official, in official, especially Turkish historiography. That's, that's the date that's used in Atatürk himself never knew when he was actually born, uh, which was, I mean, pretty common at the time that you wouldn't know your actual birthday. Um, And so he would always 
you know comment that that was his birthday was the day um the the war of independence started so in kind of official again in official historiography the 19th of may is used um as his birthday in documents and that's why the day is also a commemoration of Atatürk day not to be confused with Atatürk remembrance day which is in november as i said um and it's also he also dedicated it to to the youth so as opposed to Children's Day, this is more like a, the, the age group above, I guess. So like the high school um, is a perfect setting for this kind of a performance that they're putting on. So I asked my mom, because I, I personally didn't go through public education in Turkey. Um, so I asked her like if her, in her kind of growing up um, experience, if she had to do something like that. And she said it's very common to have like folk dance um, demonstrations or performances, um, you know, people, students preparing speeches or or musical performances, or also just like any kind of physical activity, kind of like a field day type thing. It's all very common here in in the U.S. Uh, the kind of local Turkish groups um, will will organize like some some kind of physical activity for the 19th of May, like. The one here in North Carolina that I'm active in, I mean, pre-COVID, maybe, actually maybe during COVID they'll do it because it's outdoors, but there was always like a bike ride or, or a walk or a run or something. So, uh, and I think in Turkey, I mean, nowadays with the current government, these national non-religious holidays aren't very much uh, celebrated or marked, um, which is a political statement in and of itself. But anyway, so there used to be big parades and big um, performances in you know arenas and stuff sports arenas now they're really not I mean the national the federal government or the national government isn't really advocating for that but more secular minded uh, pro Atatürk let's say local municipality uh, leaders will inc- will you know put on local events but you can really tell what the political unfortunately you can tell what the political stance of uh, each kind of city or or provinces based on, you know, whether they celebrate holidays like the 19th of May and the 90s was obviously a completely different environment where it was the norm uh, to celebrate the secular national holidays. So that's what I got. I don't know if you guys have anything to add. That was great. Musical performances makes me very excited that there's going to be a high school musical style (laughs) duet at some point between Ushuk and Sinan. (laughs) on the 19th of May. This is the second high school great. musical fantasy that you've had uh, so far, I think. Yeah. True. <laughs> they keep coming. True. <laughs> true. Are you watching the new TV show from where Driver's License emerged? No. No. There's a new high school musical. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that last and time there's and this me and were like, we can't handle this information. In we're gonna <laughs> not acknowledge it. Well, I haven't obviously seen it, but like there's all this drama in the cast and one of the cast members has like this really popular song that's called Driver's License. I did not know that's that. That's like, you've probably heard it. <laughs> yeah, there's like a love triangle in the cast Ooh. or like one of the people is not in the cast, but also a Disney person. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much. I don't have anything to add on May 19th. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Now 
now we're going to move on into our what the fuck section and also crown this episode Sultan of Success, which is going to be a tough discussion a tough today. <laughs> oh. uh, but first, the what the fucks. So my first what the fuck is, uh, oh yeah, how much, when does the school start the day? Because uh, at least <laughs> as far as I remember from being woken up from the stupid pop songs blaring at the public school <laughs> next door to our dorm, uh, it was at like 7 a.m. So I don't know when these people are waking up and traveling to each other's houses with warm soup, but mm-hmm. that's really impressive willpower on Nishuk's part. What the fuck, Kerem's alley ambush? Very sketchy, very weird connotations, very crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. Not cool. Yeah, I feel like you didn't need to, you know, do it that way <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, what the fuck, Tunjai's table manners? Like yeah. when Borju makes him dinner, he's like literally a pig at the feeding trough. It's the <laughs> most, I'm sorry to pigs because that's an unfair comparison. He was so disgusting. He was talking with his mouth full the entire time. And just like stuffing his face. <laughs> it was gross. What the fuck? Uh, the Chinese restaurant was like so extra. Yeah. <laughs> it was great, but it was a lot. Uh, her throne chair dragon thing was great. And then finally, what the fuck? The drawing that Ashuk likes. That thing is fugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> It doesn't. It didn't make you Agree. feel things you don't. You it never did felt. not make me. It made me feel a disgustedness I've never felt before. Wow. <laughs> Except for Bruya's painting. <laughs> oh. oh my God! We need to have a painting hall of yeah, fame. We have, have Turkish TV time gallery. <laughs> yes. Post COVID, oh, we're gonna have uh, our first uh, official showing art show yes it'll be great we need to add it does angry <laughs> like angry plants <laughs> angry scribbles and plants i feel like it's just angry vines that's her genre <laughs> for sure how about how about wtf uh well wtf tunjai like for days like there's so many things but i was like particularly like i kind of reached the peak of my irritation when we found out that his one job that entire day where he was like I don't know stirring shit up was to get uh Burju's engagement ring fitted like you couldn't even fucking do that you were like so busy causing trouble that nobody (laughs) asked you to (laughs) (laughs) and and he's a fucking idiot for not doing it because that's the only chance he has of making sure people stay away from her is putting that ring on her finger. That's right. And why he's not stressed out about that. I don't understand. Entitlement. Like you said, he really thinks he's the most lovable person. He does. Oh, I have one. Do you have one or should I go? I have one more. Sorry. Uh, What the fuck? This is the first time we see Sinan's dog being petted. (laughs) A dog is such a good boy or girl. I don't know, but deserves. I don't know. Adorable dog needs to be petted more than once in a century. The end. Amen. What are yours, Sophia? So my first one is a like this whole thing was made about Sinan like being unconscious in the parking lot and like it was super bad. (laughs) And then he's just like at home, like two seconds later. Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Build up. Then also the grandpa being like aware and awake. 
Well, he always eats also- his food. But he's always like his head's down and like I think Sinan feeds him before. This time he was like his eyes were open and he was like acting normal ish. I don't know. But what about the um, little parakeet also- that lives on him? <laughs> so he's like an ecosystem for the parakeet. He was cute. Yeah. Little parakeet. I hope he got some soup. <laughs> also, what the fuck? I don't know if you guys noticed, but like when they closed up on Edda's face, like she had like some really fake freckles or like some really intense makeup. I don't makeup. know if it was fake or if they just like filmed it after she like went on a little like spring or summer holiday um, and the freckles <laughs> out as a result of it. Cause she's, I mean, she's like very white. Like it's possible she has freckles. Yeah. <laughs> I like her freckles. I think they're pretty, yeah. but I agree. They're yeah, very yeah. prominent in that scene. Yeah. Well, it just, it seemed to me like they put a lot of like bronzer here mm. because this part of her face was a different tone than the rest of her face. She probably just I gets felt, watching. I don't know. I'm sure she doesn't. She is like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was just like a different tone, like color wise, not uh-huh. like in terms of like not the not the freckle coverage. No, no. Okay. <laughs> um, that was confu- like of course. What the fuck, um. Well, what the fuck is Shik's reaction to um, Sinan? Like, it his his facial expression changed completely. Like, as I mentioned, he's a totally new person. Like, why couldn't she read that from him? I don't know. It was hot. She was like dancing around with an umbrella. She was tired. She didn't have time for his potential <laughs> sarcasm. Happy though, she was really joyous. <laughs> I feel like it's good that she's not fawning all over him the second he confesses his love like he needs to work for it a little bit if she's gonna date him because otherwise he's gonna be a fucking disaster for her true um okay also what the fuck i definitely think it's a what the fuck that of course it's like meant to like trick us but like what the fuck um osman riding in the back of the back seat with his dad yeah I thought it was cute. It's like a little family in joke yeah. thing. But yeah, they were just trying to trick us. Also, what the fuck, uh, Tunjai? Like, what did he think he was going to achieve? Like, did he think he was going to get the business because he ratted out someone? Because he's he's like, got what credentials on the food front? What was his game plan? He's stupid. So stupid. Also, what the fuck? They went to a Fenerbahce game, but they never showed the stadium <laughs> or anything. Like, yeah, they clearly the did restaurant. not have the budget for that. <laughs> uh, I I did like that restaurant a lot. I want to go there wherever it that is. That was so pretty. Very nice. Yeah. What other what the fucks do I have? Ugh, I just what the fuck Tunjai. I hate him so much. <laughs> I think that's a fair. And one. like taking, like taking the jacket was also what the fuck like. He's like, oh, Osman's like, oh, yeah. Um, eh, Kemal gave this jacket to me and I wanted to give it to you. And he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, fine, I'll take it. It's a nice jacket, whatever. Like, okay, it's a stolen jacket, but fine. Because he's a bad person. And he's clearly money obsessed because the second he told him it's an expensive jacket, he was like, oh, okay, I'll take it. (laughs) Which was ridiculous. (laughs) Do not, do not like, do not like at all. Yeah, I also thought it was a bit what the fuck, like Sinan 
from one moment to another just flipped a switch from her saying like you know I expect nothing in return and he was like oh my god like finally someone cares about me like I thought it was like he's his whole thing is that he's very untrustworthy of people that care about him so like why would he like so quickly trust her I don't know yeah I the soup was not bringing soup was not enough to make that clear because she brought him soup before so I don't understand I'm glad he's on a new path but I don't understand what changed yeah should we talk about our sultan of success yes yes I mean I stand I stand by my theory like my my prospective sultan of success is gonna be Osman's dad if he helps him fuck shit up for Tunjai but I mean he hasn't done anything yet so it's hard to give him the title Nejdet shut down an illegal uh, culinary operation <laughs> he could be he could be yeah he's, not, he's, not, he's a Wait, of but... his own sphere for sure <laughs> I don't get like why does Nejdet have extra power then he must like, be why like would the, he senior, be the senior assistant <laughs> principal or something He's like Dwight <laughs> <Schrute>. <laughs> he definitely has the Dwight Schrute vibe for sure. I, I don't know who would be my Sultan of Success. I think it would have to be Sinan because like his life, his outlook on life improved significantly. I mean, if we're measuring from beginning of the episode to end of the episode, how high, how what's that called? Situation. What your range was? He definitely wins because. Starting out passed out in a parking lot, you've got nowhere to go but up. Yeah, unless you die. Unless you die, which he didn't. So <laughs> I guess he wins. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would have to be him or maybe Burak just because he can now go for Eda, which he probably feels very happy about. Yeah. But Burak, I mean, if he goes for Edda, he's in for a world of hurt. So I don't feel like that's a good thing. True, true. Yeah, I'm going to stand by Sinan, I think. I think that's fair. Can you agree to that, Eski? Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of <laughs> okay. So thank you all so much for listening. Today's Sultan of Success is Sinan. We are very glad that he ended up better off than being passed out in a parking lot but uh we're not sure if this non-drinking streak can last longer than an episode especially given Ashuk's rejection we shall see what happens next time we'll be talking about episode six we've only got three episodes left of this show which is completely wild um i'm gonna dedicate this episode to kemal and burju's love montage i loved it so much i hope that they ridiculously play basketball in heels for the rest of their lives together that's beautiful may i also suggest we dedicate it to all the people who lost their jobs oh yeah yeah. oh man you're making me look really heartless here we dedicate this to all of the lovely ladies who were preparing such beautiful fresh food for osman's business and are now devastated and out of work we hope that they find new jobs soon yeah i'm sad Thank you all so much for listening and we will talk to you guys next time.